Hello, my sweet friends. Welcome to the Arc Cake Coach Podcast. My name is Christina Revalo. I'm a sugar paste modeling artist, a teacher, a coach for cake artists, cake friends, day creative community manager, award-winning cake decorator, and representative of international cake competitions. I'm so happy to have you here. If you are a cake artist, a cake enthusiast, or a baker who is seeking some help in anything related to your time management, social media management, setting your goals for yourself or your business, your mindset towards your business, or even a few hints of how to be part of the international cake community, cake collaboration, and cake competitions, you are in the right place. So welcome to today's episode. my sweet friends. Welcome to another episode of the Art Cake Coach Podcast. I am so happy because today we have a very, very special guest. My dear Anna Stashkina is with us here today. Hello, Anna. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for inviting me. It's such a pleasure to be here. I listen to your podcast all the time. It's just oh, like my you. guilty pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That, that makes me happy. And uh, and I'm also like, you know, I, I, I'm a number one fan of, of everything you do, you. not just your wafer paper, but uh, everything, how you present yourself, how do you have everything organized on your social media, your YouTube channel, everything is just great. So if you need an example to follow, follow, follow Anna, because she knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's really... I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share and I'm happy to show a little a sneak peek into my business and share how I organize everything, because I think it's very important to be organized and stay on top of your social media and your content, but still keep in mind that we are having a business and not just yeah that is awesome and that is why i'm inviting anna today of course we want to know a little bit about you we want to know about your 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 life as a as the pay, wafer paper queen <laughs> and everything that you do but um also one of the ideas and i think i mentioned this on a previous um podcast episode one of the ideas of having anna here is to help other cake artists understand that what she just mentioned uh, the importance of having an organized social media planning your content and that we are here for the business to sell our product to sell our classes or cakes whatever it is that you're selling and not to be an influencer on social media yes. that takes a lot of time so she's going to walk us through how she manages everything and if you get into her her social media i invite if you haven't i invite you either YouTube, Instagram, go check her webpage because you can see how organized, how well presented, how good for the user is easy to follow everything that she does. So that's why that's why Anna is here today. But first, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell us, tell us, Anna, tell us a little bit about yourself. For those, of, for those of the listeners who don't know, I don't think many people don't know who you are, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, my, my name is Anna and my last name is unpronounceable, but it's Astashkina. I'm originally from Russia and I moved to the States in 2014, I believe so. But it's 2022, so it's been 80 years. And I never decorated a cake professionally before moving to the States because I've had my corporate career. I worked as the head of logistic department for many, many years before moving here. But when I moved to the States, I didn't speak any English. Like I oh. couldn't even order a cup of coffee and I didn't have any money to go to school to learn English. So I went on YouTube. That's what millennials do. They Google everything <laughs> or go on YouTube. And I started watching different videos about everything, like everything from fixing your cars to, I don't know, baking sourdough bread. And somehow I ended up in this crazy world of cake decorating because at that time in Russia, we didn't have those type of cakes and decorations. So I was just amazed of all the opportunities you can 
basically play with your food and create beautiful, amazing, mind-blowing things out of your kitchen. And it's a compare, like, I understand if you make sugar flowers or something, you need to buy a lot of tools, but basic cakes, if you can buy a tub of fondant at local craft store like Michael's we have here, you need just a basic rolling pin and you can play with your food. You can play with fondant and create different things. So then I went to my first job here i worked at the local french bakery because i didn't speak any english and our pastry chef he was from france and he didn't speak any english either and we were like, trying to explain things using our fingers and yeah that would be funny like sign yeah. language to talk to your yeah. to your boss <laughs> yeah like so, but because if you um, cook if you bake you know that all the recipes they are the same if you understand the process you can do you don't need to talk to another person you can just point your finger and it's easy so that's how I started basically. I started working at the bakery 2.30 in the morning and every single morning baking. My specialty was pastries, so I love all the French pastries, croissants, eclairs. I love all those fancy mm, things those are good. myself. <laughs> yeah. And we we started making cakes. We've had a lot of cake orders, but then um, uh, things happened. I moved and I decided to start on my own and okay. I worked uh, with corporate clients because of my previous career in Russia when the corporate world, it was easy for me to start to find those corporate clients. And a lot of companies, they wanted to have beautiful cakes for their celebrations, for their teams, especially during the holiday time. I loved making gingerbread houses for, I mean, we've created a huge five feet to long, wide gingerbread house for the Chicago Museum of oh, Art so and Science. Cool. Yeah. I was invited to create cake for commercial, like commercial, TV commercial, like regular TV. Oh, no, I, I don't always TV, but a TV commercial. Yeah. Then for our Orlando Museum of Art and all those places for magazines, because I like doing this. I like sharing and I like to be as creative as I can. So... That's how I started. And then when your clients see you being featured in all of those places, you can charge more. And that's the reason <laughs> to be on social media, because if you're known for something, people see you as an expert in that field yeah. and they can internally justify paying more for your cakes, for your designs, for your ideas, because they perceive you as an expert in the field. Perfect. So, and how everything that you're telling me ended up on wafer paper how that happened <laughs> so uh, i started my first cake my using wafer paper i've created in 2017 mm -hmm. so five years ago i want to so the thing with me is i love marketing i love branding i love the business side of doing of being creative and i knew from the beginning that i needed to be different in a way so i needed to stand out and I've tried everything. So I've tried working with fondant. I am so bad at, at, at doing sculptural things. I, I cannot see the proportion. I'm totally fine with doing two-dimensional things, but three-dimensional, <laughs> I, I cannot. My brain doesn't work like this. So I've tried sculpting. I've tried royalizing. I cannot pipe a straight line, not my thing. So I've tried everything. I've created a lot of flowers using gum paste. I went to try using bean paste. It was a thing at one time. Yeah, I remember. I, yeah. worked, I worked with isomal. Um, I don't like cookies, so I don't eat cookies. Especially American cookies, they are too sweet for my liking. So, <laughs> okay. I, But I've tried that. didn't work for me. So that's why I ended up with wafer paper, because I've tried everything else before that's that. That's awesome, yeah. And then when I realized that you can mold wafer paper and you can use wafer paper to create beautiful flowers and is so much easier compared to gum paste because I have an experience working with gum paste and creating gum paste flowers. And at that time I lived in Florida and in Florida it's a thing to have an outdoor wedding by the pool. And humidity. The humidity, like yes, I was going to ask you about humidity. humidity. For you. 
nothing can withstand with that just nothing it's impossible yeah but we for people actually so much better at higher humidity compared to gum paste especially yeah. compared to buttercream buttercream will melt in a second but we for people can withstand high humidity and high temperature and you can put it in the freezer and then you can put it outside by the pool and it's not going to disappear compared to like gum paste or yeah. uh, buttercream that's why we for people somehow became my thing and because i needed to deliver all of the cakes by myself and for larger cakes for wedding cakes or large corporate orders if you're going to make a cake full of sugar flowers you'll break your back trying to just carry this around and wafer paper it's an edible material made out of potato starch <laughs> so it basically looks like a printer paper but it's edible and i like it because it's free of all the allergens it's sugar free it's good for kids and if you're making, for me, uh, if somebody makes uh, kids' cakes or for people who have any allergies, I would rather offer wafer paper flowers to kids to eat compared to buttercream flowers because nobody needs to eat a spoonful of buttercream. It's not healthy. It doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> it's quite yeah, a so, bunch of sugar, yes. <laughs> yeah, and butter. And then, yeah. so yeah, that's why wafer paper, I ended up using wafer paper. And then I looked around and not a lot of people using the, at that time, so it was like five years ago, not a lot of people use wafer paper and not a lot of people teach wafer paper. Good. So when 2020 came with the pandemic and all the orders stopped in one day, it was just yeah. one day and everything turned upside everything down. Everything stopped, yeah. And I decided I needed to keep myself busy somehow. So I went on Instagram. I started doing daily. At that time, it was daily. And then it turned into weekly live demonstrations, how to work with wafer paper. So I started teaching just for fun without... Okay. Uh, getting paid for that it was march it was and i started end of february 2020 march that's when i started teaching okay and then my first online course i launched august 2020 and since then since august 2020 i didn't so i didn't bake or make any cakes to order everything has been like uh, everything has been your teaching Yes, so this is my full-time career as teaching. Right That's now. awesome. I've been writing down some things because, I, I mean, you have given us so much in this just with one question because one of the things that you mentioned before is you try different things. You try it all. And yeah, then you yeah. realize, no, this is not for me. This is not for me. It happens to me too. Uh, at the beginning, I thought when I started um, doing my – I started with my baking business just because I, I, I actually started teaching – long time after mm -hmm. starting baking i baked for a long time before before decided to teach and um i used to do everything like i thought i had to do everything to please everyone the cookies the royalizing the buttercream the yeah. sugar paste and for example with the royalizing i'm with you is like no <laughs> that no. thing is not just for no. me just getting the right texture of the royalizing mm -hmm. is like and i have taken classes with the best I have taken courses. I have followed every recipe. There's something in me. It's not. we, Me and the realizing, we don't get along. Yeah. Um, buttercream. I can work with buttercream, but it's not that comfortable for me. Until I discover sugar paste. For me, it's the sugar paste. It's the modeling. Yes. That's my thing. For you, was the way for paper. But sometimes, for our listeners, they first they feel they have to do everything in order to, to please every client. And second, if they don't do it, perfectly all of these things they feel like a failure and i think the message is absolutely the opposite because the opposite. when you realize you found your wafer paper you actually found your niche it's like this is where i'm gonna focus on right and look how successful you have been after that because i i'm i'm so against being one for everything and doing everything at once because can you imagine that you're looking for um doctor you need some help mm -hmm. and you know that you have some problems with your heart 
are you going to go to a specialist or you're going to go to a general doctor who knows exactly. nothing or That's just a little example. bit of everything yeah and you would rather go to a specialist and especially for example if you have some sort of for example heart conditions yeah. you will fly across the country to see that special doctor who knows how to treat that yes. conditions mm -hmm. i wanted to be that doctor who can treat one special condition and people will fly to see me or oh, I love pay that. a lot of money to order my cakes that's that's the best place to be because you cannot make a, if we are talking about the business side you will not be able to make a lot of money if you are making basic grocery store cakes. If you, one day you're making buttercream, next day you're making ganache cakes, the third day you're making, butter, I don't know, wafer paper flowers, then you're modeling. You have so little practice in all of those skills. You cannot become an expert because Excellent. if you're going yes. to do buttercream cakes today, buttercream cakes tomorrow, buttercream cakes next day, next day, next day, you will have so much power and you will have so much expertise in doing one thing over mm -hmm. and over and over again. That's how we learn. That's how we progress when we do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, perfectly said. There's not... I love the doctor example because it's so true. It's so true that that, that you because if, if if you have a problem you need to solve, you'll pay a lot of money for that problem to be solved, mm -hmm. and you will find the best specialist you can find to resolve your issue. Exactly, But, and that's and that is one of the things that uh, when I look at your business, you identi I identify like wafer paper. Anna, I don't. Yes, I think Anna because yes. I know that's what you do. You show it every in every platform. You teach. Uh, you give demos. Everything around this 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 medium of 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 edible work. And it's like, yeah, I know that's what she does. And that's one of the things that many of of our listeners and the people in the RK Coach uh, group struggle with. Is like. Uh, Is, is it correct for me to have a niche? Should I have it or not? Because Absolutely. we have that concept. I think it's a misunderstanding that we as cake artists have to be like, like a grocery store bakery. It's, no, it's not the same thing. A grocery store bakery is going to have everything because they have a thousand people working <laughs> in there. Not yes. us. It's just us with our expertise in our kitchen or our studio or whatever, whatever you, you work. So, yeah, it's this is I important. Think I think it's a big dis distinction between being a baker and being a cake artist. Yes. If you're a baker, you will bake everything for everyone and you have no uh, choices. You will do everything just to make money, mm -hmm. but you will work a lot of hours for not a lot of money. Yeah. But if you wanted to be in charge, if you wanted to feel creatively fulfilled, you need to become, you need to force it, like literally force yourself to become a cake artist. Yeah. You need to learn how to say no to those orders you don't want to take. Because when you're taking those orders for grocery store style <laughs> cakes, yeah. you're saying no to something else. Our time is limited. The Our time, resources yes. are limited. And if you're taking those orders because you're scared you're not going to t make enough money, then you'll never give, have enough space to take orders that you actually want to work on. Because yes. you're so scared you're grabbing everything and there is no wide space for you to be creative. No. I know. I, I totally understand. It's, it's really scary place to be to be a creative person on this field, but you need to work on your mindset. And mm -hmm. mindset, I, I, I think 75% of our success. Oh, yeah. And that's that's what, that, well, I, I in the description of this podcast, one of the things we talk about is mindset because it changes everything. I, in the last episode, I talked of last, last episode, talk about that. It's like the glasses you put on to see whatever yes. is in front of you. So that changes everything. Uh, saying no to your took things that you say, this is going to be a waste of my time. I can do this for another. I can use this time and this creativity to do something else productive. But yes, it's yeah. scary. It can be scary sometimes. Yeah, but what you can do and how you can transition from being a baker to becoming a cake artist, you can start so you can start planning on taking one week out of your month to take one order you wanted to work on. 
and other three weeks you'll take one extra order a week to cover up for those expenses so then when you're starting to get more of those dream cakes or cakes you wanted to work on then you can switch to two weeks a month so for example first week you're making your dream cake second week you're making cakes to make money third week you're making a dream cake and like fourth week you're taking extra orders to make money it's not like black and white it's not like no. you're switching from one, one career to another it can be a process it can take you five years it can take you a week it depends on how much effort you wanted to put into that yes, and yes. how creative you are and how brave you are in a way to <laughs> yeah. stop doing cakes you don't want it to make yeah no it's absolutely true it's so good Anna it's so good to have you here so many takeaways from this episode <laughs> I love it I love it okay so moving on to the business part because I, one of the things that I, I I can see from everything that you speak of and um and it's so important for the people who's listening cake artists if you're listening to this please pay attention to this this is a business this is not a charity work we're not just baking cakes for families and friends it's a business and you need to think like a business person and one of yes. the things that i that i can see from you that I can hear from you is you always have that business mind probably because you come from from the yeah from from the business years world, right? career, you yeah. always have this business mind um before your work it's like okay this is part of profitable not profitable my time my management everything and many of our cake artists or our listeners and bakers who listen to this podcast I, I don't know, moms from home who decided to one day bake a cake, it turned out good. So why not baking another one? And then one friend asked for one and then the other family asked for one. And then they start a business without knowing anything about a business. And it's so important to have, to, to have that time, to dedicate time to that business part, not just to learn a new cake decorating technique, but to sit down and organize your, your business. So please enlighten us <laughs> tell us how do you manage your so well put together business that everything that we see on, of you on social media on your youtube channel your web page looks so beautiful so neat so helpful for the for the viewer for the the user i as a user when i enter your page and your um your newsletters when i receive your newsletters i i know exactly where i'm going I know where you're directing me and that goes to your to your course or to your class. So yeah. how do you manage that? My mindset around that, that I'm in the business of making money uh -huh. and I am prioritizing my money making activities, if you can put it that way. Uh -huh. So for me, I know that I need to put food on the table. I need to pay myself a salary. Otherwise, I cannot be creative if I'm not financially supported. It's hard for me to sit in my studio and like think, okay, I wanted to make a cake. I'm wondering what I should do. No, I need to make sure that I have enough money to make a cake first. So for me, I have some sort of structure in my business because the only in my, my main source of not the only one, but my main source of income is my online course. Mm -hmm. I have an online course, how to create wafer paper flowers. And, uh, I need to bring as many eyes as possible to that course, to my webpage with my course. But my philosophy about that is I need to share and I'm trying to share as much as I can. So 80% of my time, 80% of my information, it's absolutely free. I'm not asking for anything just to consume my content. And it's a free content. 99% of my content is free because that's what I like to share. That's what I love to be known for, for my wafer paper tutorials. Okay. So every Tuesday, I publish one tutorial on YouTube. And this is my main priority because for, through my analytics from my website, I know that most people coming to my website are from YouTube. So YouTube is my number one priority. 
every Tuesday morning, YouTube tutorial goes up, no matter what. Even, even I was in a hospital last year, even when I was in a hospital, in a hospital bed with my laptop trying to publish a YouTube tutorial. That's what you do if you wanted to be consistent. Oh you my do God. this every week, no matter what. Uh, because my, consistency is everything. True. Mm-hmm. Because people, if you wanted to be an expert, if you wanted to be known for something, you need to build this trust. And online work, you can build this trust only by showing up consistently. Mm-hmm. So this is the part of process. This is a part of being a personal brand in a way. So YouTube is my number one priority. YouTube tutorial goes up every single Tuesday morning. Then my second priority is my newsletter. And I send a new newsletter every single Tuesday. I share my tutorials. And most of the time for my newsletter subscribers, I share some tips and things that's on my mind. We talk about imposter syndrome. We're talking about when it's uh, right time to raise your prices or do you need to give discounts to your relatives and to your family. And these are things I do not talk on social media or I do don't talk on social media to that extent because I wanted people to subscribe to my newsletter and I wanted to keep this newsletter such like a special thing and I get a lot of replies because why do I build my newsletter again we are talking about business nothing personal just business because I have my online course and I see the biggest conversions from my newsletter so when i send promotions through my newsletter more people buy than when i post on youtube or i post on instagram so for me it's a part of my business to grow my email newsletter perfect yeah i have about thirty thousand newsletter subscribers right now and even if you like calculate basic conversion rate is about one percent I can predict how much money I'm going to make when I'm going to launch a new product. So it's a part of my business. Started mm-hmm. But I'm not just selling. I'm, I'm giving a lot of free content to build this community in a way. My yeah. third priority, so first is YouTube, second is my newsletter, third is my website, and I put my tutorials on my website so people can find me through SEO, search engine optimization search. So if they go on Google, search for this information, my website will show up in the search. Again, part of my business strategy, I want people to find me. Okay. And uh, my fourth priority is going to be Pinterest because for artist i believe that pinterest first of all much easier to manage compared to instagram pinterest is searchable and if uh, we are talking about wedding cakes for example all brides go on pinterest and search for wedding cakes ideas so if we wanted to be in front of our ideal customers we needed to be in front of our ideal customers so if they are going on pinterest so we need to be there Instagram is not searchable. Instagram is not for your... It's rarely clients, like high-end paying clients, rarely find you on Instagram if you do not have 100,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And not many people have 100,000 followers on Instagram because it takes years and it, it takes a lot of time. And a it's lot not of worth effort, it, to yeah. be honest. And if you, are just, if you are just starting out with a social media... I would suggest to put a lot of effort in Pinterest because last year I changed my Pinterest account. Beginning of last year, I believe, I switched to... So I started to build a new Pinterest account beginning of last year. In six months, I got about 1 million views a month. Just six months, spending maybe 10 minutes a week on Pinterest. You cannot get that exposure on Instagram. On Instagram, no. No, No, you can't. And a lot of, even right now, when I go on Pinterest, I see my hands, I see my tutorials because people pin and people share. And it's a long life content compared to Instagram. And people can find your cakes or your designs on Pinterest two years after you publish that, like five years, 10 years, because it is going to live there. And you don't need to be face forward with your cakes. You can just publish them uh, on your website and then pin to Pinterest. And that's it. That's the easiest 
these things to start with. So Pinterest is my number fourth priority. And then probably it's going to be Instagram number fifth. Even though my today, as I told you, my Instagram hit 70,000 uh, followers. Awesome. Congrats. And, <laughs> That's and last week, month. Last week, my YouTube channel hit 50,000 followers, but I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm spending much more time on YouTube compared to Instagram. Awesome. And for Instagram, if you wanted to talk about that, I, I do not like spending time on Instagram. So <laughs> last time, I guess last time I checked my Instagram, it was beginning of last week. So I do not check instagram more than once a week like you don't go there daily and check how everything is going no no i don't i do like weekly the most because i use an app to plan my uh, content and what i do because tuesday my tutorial day i plan uh, to publish a new post on tuesday for my tutorial to invite everyone to watch me on uh, YouTube. Then I do the same pin, same information I create for Pinterest. I use the same information to publish on Instagram. Perfect. Sometimes I take a parts of my newsletter to publish on Instagram. And on Instagram, the biggest eye opener for me was that I don't need to tie my picture, my photo with my content. So right now I have a large gallery of my cakes and I just pick one cake, the one I think I wanted to post. And it might be five year old. It might be from like a project I worked on and I take a photo of my cake, any cake or a selfie or something like this. And an information I wanted to share and I'm not trying to connect them because some people watch some people look at pictures and some people read text not yeah. a lot of people do the same at the same time so nobody yeah. cares yeah. if you are talking about the cake that's in a picture yeah. you just need if you wanted to share some information just share an information and use this uh, picture as an invitation to read this and my content uh, plan is three posts on instagram i do just photos i don't do videos because I use a free account. I don't want to pay to post <laughs> to plan videos. So I, I usually schedule every Monday when I schedule my newsletter, when I schedule my YouTube tutorials, I scheduled three posts on Instagram with cakes and information from my newsletters. Also, the great thing with Instagram, you can reuse your pictures, you can reuse your descriptions. And sometimes if I have no idea what to post, I just scroll through my own Instagram feed, find a post that got a lot of replies or like likes, and I use the same information, same same text with a different picture, and it works. And I use it all over many 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 years and uh same for reels because um you cannot you cannot schedule reels or you cannot create reels in a way that is going to be authentic for instagram so if i'm going to make reels i'll go on instagram that's why i go instagram once uh, a week to post the reel but for my reels it's usually most of the time i scroll scroll through different reels until i find music i like most of the time music is my biggest inspiration and okay you inspire from the music and you build from there yes and i i I find the music then i find the reel that has a template for that music and i just upload a few clips from my phone feed just from my gallery and that's it my reel is done and then type a few sentences and publish that so my right now because i have an extensive gallery of videos of my cakes uh, from different angles to take a reel takes me maybe five minutes four Mm -hmm. of which I spend on finding the right music and that's it. <laughs> exactly. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> I love this. And and it is, it is. I mean, I know it is, but it's good that the listeners understand that. And and I mean, I've been writing down a lot of the things you 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 be I mean, people, Anna's almost giving us a free business class here in the in the podcast. Because for example, Pinterest. 
I have a Pinterest account. I don't pay any attention to my Pinterest. I have to be honest. I'm the worst on Pinterest. I It is there. I'm supposed to take care of it, but I'm focused on other things. I don't pay attention. Now what you're telling me, it's so true. It's like everything you pin on Pinterest is going to be there forever. So why not yes. give it a try? And uh, and the ideas that you're giving for the, for the reels, that's it. You don't have to make it so complicated. You don't. And if you go into Anna's um, Instagram, please go into Anna's Instagram because you look at it and it looks like, I don't know, like you have the master of social media behind it, you know, like, a, I don't know, like a, a company making everything for you. Yeah. And it's her. It's her. And it's as easy as she's. Uh, making and, and and I'm actually not hiding anything. It, it is what it is. I spend yeah. maybe, I would say, twenty minutes a week on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Of course, first time you're going to do this, it will take you two hours. Next time you're going to do this, it will take you one yeah. hour forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. But everything you need to practice. You need to practice to be good at something. But yeah. for me. I, I made the decision that YouTube my number one newsletter and so on that and is, so on. That I'm is, I think, one of the biggest takeaways from this. Prioritize be, where you want to, to be. To be on TikTok, I don't want to learn how to do TikToks. It's not my thing. I'm, mm. I don't want to learn a new platform. I don't want to be on Facebook. I don't want to be on uh, other places. I, I made a decision for my priorities. And I'm going to do this until my knuckles are white. So I'm going to do this like till the last day. Because if you wanted to be good at something, you need to put quite a lot of effort and time mm-hmm. on becoming good and being known for something. Something. Yeah. That's why I'm like, be for paper, YouTube newsletter, and that's that's all about me. And it works. And it works. It pays off. It, it, it does work. Yeah. So, um, and I'm talking from experience. It does work. And that's one of the things you just mentioned. I think actually in the in the future weeks we're going to have an episode on the podcast just about that. You don't have to be in all the social media platforms at the same time you no. pick your battles is like it, it is instagram but then just it is instagram you don't have to be on instagram yes. or facebook on tiktok on i hear you because uh and i have i have i'm not gonna say i've been criticized but some people's like how oh, about you don't know what you're missing tiktok is everything everybody's on tiktok yeah but my clients are not on tiktok so That's why am fine. i going to waste my time doing tiktoks because the people who's going to buy my product is not on TikTok. So that, yeah, obviously like, I'm not on TikTok. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could and work for other people, of... but not for me. Yeah. yeah and that's and... the thing. It doesn't have to be the same for everybody. It doesn't have to it's like, okay, now this is the formula. Now I have to do this. Maybe uh, somebody listening to this decides that instead of using in, um, Instagram as a social platform, they decide to go on Facebook for you. It's not, it's not a thing. Yeah, for, I, I know that for, uh, it depends on the country because uh, some countries people prefer to use Facebook. Mm-hmm. It depends on the age uh, of your ideal Where clients. your audience some is, people, yes. If you serve teenagers, obviously you need to be on TikTok. Yeah. If you serve high-end paying clients, most of them will be of none of this social media because if you're working for example for me i worked with corporate clients none of them are on tiktok or instagram they (laughs) do not care they don't even know that the instagram is going to look for your web page probably right they are going to look through my web page they are going to check me if i'm on linkedin because for corporate clients that makes sense so you just need to decide who you are going to serve Mm -hmm. and cater your content to serve that group of people mm-hmm. and not everyone from teenagers to corporate clients and be everywhere it makes no sense it's the same as what we talking we were talking about about doing royal icing and cookies and everything at the same time doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so people just- choose your i mean choose your social media platform find your niche and understand your client because that way yeah. everything else will fall into place so you will know how to organize and, and and don't be afraid to make a decision because mm-hmm. none, none of these decisions are final. You can go back and you can change and you can switch from interest in Pinterest to Instagram, then to TikTok. You need to try everything, but not for too long. So give yourself a month on Instagram and yeah. see how it grows. Then next month, try Pinterest and see how it grows. Then next month, try TikTok and Facebook and see what 
what you like, what you are comfortable with, what platform is easier for you, and then make your final decision. Okay, mm-hmm. I tried everything, I gave everything same amount of time, but I saw that my Pinterest grew much faster and it's so much easier and it's um, better for my mental health, it's easier on my body just to create the content. Okay, I'm going to be on Pinterest. That's it. Stop doing everything else and put your full attention into one platform. You need to try everything before making a decision, but then you actually need to make that decision. You cannot try so keep trying everything for a long period of time because it, it is not going to now and you're going to have a mental breakdown I, i'm yeah. talking from experience you're going to have yeah. a mental yeah. breakdown and you're going to have to stop everything and say wait a minute what am i doing so yeah but take that decision because it is important um and one of the things before we close the business part of the of this um you mentioned free content that most of your content is free that you share everything with people yes and i i've personally i have mixed feelings with the free content i i have um let's say i have read about marketing strategies and mm-hmm. try marketing strategies with free contents there are other uh marketing experts that do not recommend free content but maybe a low ticket yeah. one just to introduce your your um your content or your product uh, what is your opinion because i know you give a lot for free and also in the k community i i hear a lot that oh nobody will buy my course or my class because everything is free you go on youtube and everything is free so they don't buy my product because they can find the same thing for free what is your opinion about all of this so my opinion on that that my products my services either free or expensive I don't want it to be in the middle, like my cakes. If somebody wants to order a cake for me, I'm not going to give a discount. It's going to be either free because I wanted to do that or expensive because I wanted to make money. And same with my content because I provide a lot of free content. I do not feel that I owe people anything because it, it is my decision to share free content. And for me, it works in a way because um, right now it's a lot of information, free, paid courses, YouTube, whatever you want. You can find, you can obviously find everything you want on even V for paper. You can find a lot of information on Instagram, like everywhere. But if you wanted to sell a course, and if you wanted to make money selling your online courses, People should trust you with your content and people should know you and they should have some sort of expectations about your course, about your content. And especially for me, because I'm from Russia, English is not my first language. I wanted to make sure that people know my teaching style before they're purchasing my my course. Even my last name is unpronounceable. Nobody can type that. (laughs) So for me, it's just my way to build this trust, to be known for something, to become an expert in a field. Even for you, you said that if you think about Vifer people, you think about me. But that only happened because of my free content. You wouldn't think that about me if you only saw my online course or paid content you wouldn't think that about me okay but because of my free content my expertise in the field of fake for paper modern cake design wedding designs business of cake decorating you know me because i shared a lot for free Got it. And I think it's like, yeah, I believe in law of reciprocity. So if you give people a lot of free content, they will feel the need to say thank you in a way of buying your courses or buying your online products because they feel invested in your life and your content and your tutorials. And so I, I believe that uh, when someone cannot afford my course, they will consume as much free content as possible. But then when they will be at the point of time that they need to buy a course or they need to learn more because my free content and my paid content is different i have some rules for my free content it's not like i share everything you know you cannot learn uh, uh, flowers that use for wedding cakes for like for example roses or ranunculuses or something like this uh, with a lot of petals i do not teach that for free my rule for free content is 
all my flowers should be 10 petals or less. I'm not going okay. to teach even 15 petal flower for free okay. on YouTube because it's the difference. If you wanted to learn more, you need to pay to get access to that extra information because mm-hmm. on my taking content in my online course, I show this in so many more details compared to YouTube because YouTube is just like an introduction to V for paper. And my course is actually a course how to work with V for paper. So there is a difference for me. But I I just, especially with V for paper, my goal is to invite as many people as possible and just to make V for paper... um, accessible in a way that people wanted to try working with V for paper. And mm-hmm. I think I've been a little bit successful with that. Now a lot of people know what V for paper is. Oh, you have for sure been successful with that. And um, I, th- I think it's, I mean, it's amazing to hear you speak all that, all of this, because um, with everything that you have said today, you have mentioned, I think the basics of, it's not the free content. Is you are building a relationship with the people, with your customers. They know you. They know how you teach. They trust you. They, uh, you have a specific niche. You have so everything's organized. So the free, the free content, content is is not a damage. Is a plus. No, it's, it's a plus it's, for it's, your. It's an invitation. Pay, yes, you pay content, and I think that is the main failure of so many. So many of the people who complain that, oh, everything is for free and I don't have, you know, I'm not going to do it because everything's for free. They're not going to pay for that. It's because you have to start by building that trust. It's, yes. not, it's not just offering something. It's just building the trust, being there, being consistent, having a niche, uh, having all your, you know, your, your, your work organized that you know where everything goes. And that's what pays, is the whole package that pays off. It's not just the free content. Yes. If you are in a business of making money, you need to have your whole system set up. You cannot think just Instagram, just free content, just YouTube, just Pinterest. You should have a system step by step that one thing feeds the other thing, feeds the other thing, feeds the other thing, and then people buy. And just to talk numbers, last year, like the year for this year, half last year, and uh, I made six figures selling my course. So awesome. it, it serves the purpose. It works. I know that free yeah. content works. It's my full-time job and it's my main source of income. Uh, six figures, it's a great number to me. It is, it is. Course. And congrats so, on that as well. <laughs> thank you. That's but great. I, I, I truly believe the more you give, the more you get. So oh, yeah. I'm a big advocate of that one. <laughs> For yeah, sure. So yeah. Free content is the way to invite people into your world. Mm-hmm. They need to know about you because it is, social media is so loud. Everyone on social media trying to sell something. Yeah. And if you want it to be different, you can share free content and stand out out of those people and, who and try to sell I think the important is... Um, for everybody listening, just ask yourself this question. When you buy something, why you buy it? You buy it because that, because you trust the person who's selling to you, because you need the product, because you know the product, because, I mean, it's like I said, I, I need something from wafer paper, I go to Anna, because that's, that's for me, is the reference for wafer paper. Um, if I'm going to buy, I, I want to buy a new pair of pants, is either because I need it, because the other ones either are old or they don't fit, or because I feel that I, you know, oh, I just want a new pair of pants. So yeah. it's that feeling that drives you because it's going to make me happy, that pair of pants. And you build, you use, I mean, you get that through building trust with your customers and to and be same. there for them. So same. Yeah. You can go to a thrift store and buy a cheap pair of pants for $2. Or you can go to fancy places. Or you can go to basic stores and buy half price. So there are a lot of places to go. Same with free content, same with online courses, same with V for paper, buttercream, smiling. There are a lot of information. Just ask yourself how you can be different, mm-hmm. how you can provide enough value to your customers so they want to invest in your courses if we are talking about courses or wanted to buy your cakes. 
And if you are in the business of making cakes, so selling cakes, you don't need to teach your clients how to make gum paste flowers. If you're making wedding cakes and your clients are couples who are going to be married, you need to teach them how to calculate how many portions they need, yeah. how much in advance they need to place the order. So you need to decide who is your customer yeah. and provide content to your customer in exchange of them buying your product that's exactly that's simple it's i was talking business. to to a friend the other day uh about business of course and um she was mentioning that uh the free content should be you should do this how to do it pay for yes. it yes i yeah. mean you need what, what to do and what to do is free and how to do and is how paid. to do it yeah. is paid so it could be another rule to to apply to the to the free content i love that one by the way great anna i, I mean i'm so happy to have you here because really I, i'm learning personally i'm learning a lot like for example i totally overlooked pinterest in my life probably i will take a deeper look into pinterest now um, well, for me it's my second most um brings me more traffic than instagram yeah. pinterest and yeah. um, first is youtube second is pinterest and third is instagram i believe and fourth is facebook so yeah. You just need to look through your analytics. What and having that your... business mind that I'm here and I'm in the business of making money, making not money. just selling cakes, making yeah. money. That is awesome. Okay. To finish today's interview, I just want to go, let's get away from the business a little bit. And I want to ask you a few other questions uh, because we talk about business. We know your story, but what motivates you to keep going? What is that fire, that thrive that motivates you to keep going? You are the best person to ask because <laughs> my goal in life and my plan in life, I wanted to retire early and I wanted to move to Portugal. Oh, so. you're more than welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> you are the best person to ask that question. Great. Why yeah, Portugal? I, Why Portugal? I've been there three times and it's okay. the best place on earth. So I've been oh, uh, every, almost like everywhere from Tavira to Porto and drove through all the country. Oh, and that's awesome. That's, I didn't know that, Anna. That yeah, I've been to Porto. I, I love this country. It's just, yeah. it's my favorite place to be. I love the culture. I love people. I love food and the history. And it's just my place to be. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to live there. So I'm in the business of making money because I, I wanted to earn enough money i wanted to make enough money to retire and to move uh, to europe and live in europe and and be here great because anna's gonna be my neighbor and i love that <laughs> one day one day oh that's us and it's true what anna is saying portugal is a really really i'm not portuguese also i'm from venezuela i live here because my husband is portuguese and we moved from venezuela because of political situation, everything was not going so well over there. And I have to say, it's my second home. It's, it it yeah. is. It is. The, the people, the weather, the culture, the food is so good in yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really nice place to be. So hopefully I will welcome Anna here sometime yeah, soon. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Uh, what can we expect from you in the future? What can we, where, where can we see Anna in, I don't know. A year from now, maybe, or some months from so now? So I wanted to, right now, I'm in the process of transitioning to teaching more the business part of cake decorating because awesome. I do not think that there is enough information about doing the business and be, building a sustainable and healthy business because we all know how to overwork ourselves and how underpay ourselves. So <laughs> yeah. I'm really a big advocate for health mentally healthy and financially profitable sustainable business so i'm now transitioning and working onto that and inviting everyone through my b for paper to learn more about how to make money in a way yeah no love it love it this is it in the and it is so true um there is not much information about that and i think the cake community needs to know how important it is to have yes that information accessible for, for everyone. Because uh, like you said, that's the only thing I heard. People is just tired, overworked, stressed, having mental breakdowns. <laughs> they don't know yeah. what to do and they're yeah. not making any money. And yeah. uh, that we need to change that. I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's 
what do you think about this? But uh, talking about the, for example, the reality of the business here in Portugal, where I live and where I started, uh, it all started out of nothing. So everybody started like guessing what to do. Yes. It's like, okay, I took a course and we start making a cake and then I do this and then I don't, somebody pay. Okay. Then somebody else pays. Okay. Uh, some people started charging cakes, comparing themselves to bakery cakes, which is crazy. You don't which do that. Not uh, close. No. So the market set into a very low price. Now the, the purpose of many people here is trying to uh, make understand the cake artist too charge what they are yes. worth and to yeah. raise their prices but it's taking time it's taking uh, time yeah and and in the middle a lot of people had open businesses or stores and they don't really they didn't really know the business part so yeah. between the pandemic and everything that went on i mean a lot of people have given up so it's it's been a quite a roller coaster and i think the main problem is that nobody paid attention to the business part of of the business <laughs> it is a business yes and yeah. and i think that the one thing we are missing as industry is a lot of people are waiting for permission to call ourselves a cake artist mm -hmm. to call ourselves chefs to raise our prices to charge high end for cake designs somehow people sitting in their cake studios and waiting for that permission and nobody's going to give you that permission it's just yeah. your mindset you just one day you need to decide okay i have this permission i can do. for me personally that i was i was the same i was looking for permission Yeah. For me, what changed everything, I took Maggie Austin's class, a course at the French pastry school, and I paid at that time like crazy amount of money. It was $1,600, something like this. So it was crazy expensive. But I needed that to give myself a permission. That that permission. Right now, I'm invested enough in the industry. I can charge to offset that price because yeah. everything is a business part. Yeah, you need that yeah, validation so, that you, you, you're yeah. worth that amount of Yeah. Of money. So yeah. that's why I do think it's important to buy online courses, buy business courses, buy courses to improve your skills because mm -hmm. then it will get you one step closer to the price you wanted to charge because exactly. you already paid money. Exactly. Participating competitions, collaboration, yeah. all of that gives you that I don't know that uh, coaching validation. Of, yeah, yeah, validation that I can I can do I can do better. Or yeah. I'm, I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people need that. So that's awesome. So I cannot wait for your business class. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm probably going to be one of your students in that business. I never have enough of business classes. I take every every single business, something that I find, I, I take it. Because uh, later in life, I, I realized that I like it. <laughs> I mean, yes, if I knew I mean, this when I was younger, I was like, why didn't I yeah. study this? Because I, I mean, I like it. And, and, um, and, and being paid is so satisfying. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's just when my paycheck hits my bank account, I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm yeah. Money. And it, it gives you again you... that sense of validation and you keep yeah. going. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. So, and everyone deserves it. Yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because some I, I can talk to, I mean, some of our listeners, some of the people listen to the podcast or in the groups and the community, Cake Friends Stay Creative, there's so many people. Um, they feel that they don't deserve it. Or, oh, no, because Anastashkina is over there. It's like far away from, from me. Or yeah. Christine is over there. Or, no, no, yeah. no, we're just, we're just, I mean, people working from our house and, and trying to keep our business growing. So, and if we do it, we can do it. You can do it too. So, yeah. And to, to that, I can say, if you feel, if you feel that you're not good enough, it means you're a good person and you're not an narcissistic maniac who thinks that you deserve <laughs> everything in life. Oh, so yeah. it's a good, it's a good feeling. It's a good it start. It means you're growing. Yes. yes, it's yes. a good start. So just just work on that mindset, and everything yes. will fit yes. into place, right? Yes. Okay. Some advices. I think you have giving a lot, but some advices for the new ones, the ones that are starting in this business. Stop consuming content on Instagram. Just do your thing and don't look around. I don't consume any content on Instagram. I just post and I share and I go on Instagram to give and not to take because otherwise you'll feel stuck forever. The lot of, a lot of cake artists I'm looking up to and when I see the cakes in my feed, I'm like, 
no, I cannot do anything. I'm stuck because they already did something better that was in my mind now. So if you're just starting out, start stop consuming content on Instagram. Okay. Just stop doing that. Just do your thing. That's just that's awesome thing. advice. That's an awesome advice. I I'm, I always insist on. I am, I, in my case, I am my biggest competition. If it's you, you are yes. your biggest competition. Yes. Everybody else is doing their thing. You're doing yours. Just Yes. And, and uh, <laughs> success, success takes time and yeah. it's different time for everyone. You cannot mm -hmm. compare that. We yeah. have different backgrounds. We have different family situation. We have different, even business uh, education. We have different levels. Yes. So mm -hmm. never compare it's hard it's easier to say than done but just stop consuming content but it's i understand easy. you i do understand you because uh i mean it's easy when it's easy to say when you understand it and you leave it it maybe it's hard to listen to the person who hasn't been there yet but yeah. uh but it's true what anna is saying is true and success comes at the right time don't yes. don't, don't force it just be consistent keep going yeah. but don't force it because it will come in the right time And, uh, and when it comes, it's like, oh, yeah, now I'm in the right place yeah. to be <laughs> successful. <Yes. laughs> I, 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 do not think, I do not think it's ever going to happen because even for me, I do not think that I'm successful. I do not feel that I've done everything. I still, I still yeah. struggle with the imposter syndrome every single day. I still have different mindset blocks that I'm trying to uncover every single day. It's not like it's one and done. It's, it's going to yeah. be the same, but at different levels through all your career i so love that you say that oh well, i love that you say that because i'm exactly the same and uh and and sometimes sometimes i have to force myself myself to stop and savior the success because my mind yes. instantly goes on okay what's next yeah i did it okay good It, it's good it's yeah. successful good what's next i and i have to like yeah. just stop and enjoy no, it enjoy. you did it yeah. <laughs> but now i'm always like okay what's next i have to keep going and i have to move to the yeah. next thing yeah, yeah. and i do i mean i i did a podcast about the imposter syndrome and i talked about my own experience because yeah. i i deal with that also we, we do we, maybe less than before but we do we do deal with that and it's a, it's a good sign it's a sign that you're growing and it's a sign that you're listening to to your body, to your emotions, because you're growing through those imposter syndrome pains. Yes. And I struggle with that too. So it, it is never going to go away. Um, yeah. It just is a journey. It's I guess you journey. learn to live with it and even enjoy it. In, in a way. even enjoy it even yeah. enjoy it's like yeah. okay if i'm wondering yeah. that this is not good maybe i have to yeah. refocus or yeah. you know i'll see how i do it so yeah, yeah. it's it, when you see it in, in the correct mindset it's it's always good okay just one last question and this question is funny because i'm probably probably you answered this question uh because i know you sponsor saracino as well you are sponsored by saracino as well or you use saracino products right i do use their products okay. yes uh um you've been interviewed by saracino i'm sure for their magazine yes. their online magazine yes. they're um, one of the sponsors of the of the podcast and uh they asked me this question that i loved the other day for the interview of the magazine was if you could bake a cake for a famous person who would that be and how would that cake look like I don't you know, know if you answered this question before for them. No, no. Uh, but if I would have a chance to bake a cake for someone who is considered being famous. Yeah. Or important I, to you could be. I don't know. I would I would make a cake for Maggie Austin. I love her so much. Okay. And I wanted to say thank you in a way to and show my gratitude for everything I've learned from her from her book from her classes because I just wanted to show her like a, maybe a cake child in a way what I've accomplished so far oh that's so good that's so good and how would that cake look like Happy flowers, colors. What do you think for flowers? Her? Lots of flowers, lots <laughs> of textures and flowers. Just a garden explosion of flowers and yeah. oh, I love it. I <laughs> love it. Uh, great, Anna. Anything else? I'm going to be leaving here in the description of the episode all of the links to Anna's web page, YouTube channel. And you name it, you're going to find Anna everywhere here in the podcast for sure. But anything else you would like to add to say to the, to the listeners 
or just a comment to go to finish our episode. I do think that it's a very great thing to invest in your education, invest in your mindset, invest in your business skills, because everything will play a part and a role in your success. And Mm -hmm. just trust the process. Some days it will be harder, some days it will be easier, but it's a journey, not a destination. You will grow and you will become better and better and better. Just practice and trust yourself, trust the process. Beautiful. And that's it. It's true. It's true. Trust it. And enjoy the the road. Enjoy. Enjoy it because uh, it's not a destination. It's definitely, when you look back, it's like, oh, I really had fun doing this. So (laughs) it's about about the journey. Definitely. And uh, I cannot thank you enough for being here with us today. This has been an awesome episode. Um, I cannot wait to uh, to be uh, posted and to air. I know a lot of people is going to learn a lot from everything that you said today. So thank you. Thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you so much for the opportunity for giving me a platform to talk about my passion, cake business. And I love talking about that, as you can tell. And I'm excited to listen back and learn and maybe discover the new things that I said today. Like, of thank course, you. of course. Perfect. No, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have you here. Really, really, I am. Uh, and uh, and Hoping I'm to be back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it's going to be very positive for everyone. So thank you, Anna. Thank you so much. Thank you, whoever, for everyone, uh, to everyone who's listening today. Uh, If you like this episode, if you enjoy this episode, don't uh, forget to leave me and Anna, leave us today. Uh, Start a review. You can leave it in uh, Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, where you can find this podcast. Um, I'm going to be posting this on Facebook and on Instagram. So give us a feedback. What do you think? You like it? You didn't like it. Whatever it is that you think about it, just let us know. And, uh, and thank you for listening. And I will leave you as I always leave you, my friends, stay safe and stay creative. Thank you, Anna. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And because one of the goals of the Art Cake Coach podcast is to keep our community informed, I am so happy to introduce a new partner, Delicious Magazine. Delicious Magazine is the must-have international cake, cookie, and sugar art magazine for both hobby bakers and professional cake artists. You will find interviews, detailed tutorials, competitions, equipment recommendations, and international collaborations all packed in this magazine that is supported with the biggest names in the industry and is honored to be the headline digital sponsor of Kickstar competition. Of course, is also one of our own partners. Well, you will find all the information about the RK Coach podcast in this magazine. And this year, Delicious Magazine is introducing the Delicious Magazine Awards, the DMA, that launches this year, 2022, and is sponsored by Avalon Cake School of Sugar Art. The nominations are open. You can nominate yourself. You can nominate your friends. The awards are completely free, and artists and creators can nominate themselves or others. To commemorate, the winners of each category will receive a beautiful trophy and a certificate to display their prestigious titles. Also, you can have the chance to enter the Cake of the Year category, which carry an additional prize package, including a one-year premium membership to Avalon Cake School and one-year subscription to Delicious Magazine, as well as $100 gift certificate to Cake and Cookie Planners. So, what are you waiting for? Be part of this experience. Get out of your comfort zone and be part of this award. Nominate yourself, nominate your friends, or put your creation out there. Thank you so much, Delicious Magazine, for being one of the partners of the Art Cake Coach Podcast. <laughs>